to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It's May 13th. Happy Thursday. A beautiful morning. It's warm outside, 53 degrees here in Empire and 18th. Looking forward to checking out the forecast, seeing what our weekend is looking like ahead. Um, but also, today is Thursday, so that means it's Thursday mornings with Eric. Dun, 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 dun. He's coming in to hang out with me right around 8.20 or so. And uh, for the remainder of the show, we've got lots to catch up on. I'm going to ask him about um, his summer bucket list. He's going to be bringing in some of his top headlines. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around. Your daily news beat is next. Zara Larson and Young Thug, it's Talk About Love on the beat. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. A summer full of life blood drive is being held by the American Red Cross in the form of a block party. Sign up to donate a pint of blood and get a voucher. Good for a pint of your favorite beverage at 10 Barrel Brewing. You can sign up online at redcrossblood.org or by calling 1-800-RED-CROSS. The event's being held on Northwest 18th Street in the Pickleball Zone on Thursday, June 10th from 10 to 3. Also, the school board for Bend High will vote next month on an official name for its new multi-purpose building. One suggestion the board is considering is to name the building after Medal of Honor recipient Bob Maxwell, who lived in Bend until two years ago when he passed away at the age of 98. He had taught automotive tech at the school and later received an honor diploma. Maxwell was the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient in the country when he passed away. Taking a look at your forecast today, another beautiful day on the high desert. Nice and warm, mid to upper 70s. Some of us even reaching 80 degrees. Looks like a pretty partly cloudy day after some serious sunshine this morning. Um, And the clouds aren't really coming in until about 10 o'clock this morning, but they'll be around all the way until the evening when our sun is setting right around 8.23. Overnight lows tonight right around 40 degrees. This weekend's looking gorgeous too, just to give you a little preview. Tomorrow we'll dip down a little bit in the low 70s, but we'll be right back at 80 degrees on Saturday and Sunday and looking like even Monday. Currently in Bend, it's 43, 41 in Prineville and 39 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Deschutes Public Library. The library is a resource for more than traditional books and movies or online downloads. You know that, did you know their vast resources can help you find a job or start a DIY project or do research on your next idea? The Shoots Public Library. It wouldn't be the coolest thing to be known as the city with the most rats, as the rattiest city in the country. That'd be pretty tough. You're like, I don't know if I like that label. But what this, what this city is doing to uh, turn the tables and get rid of that title is pretty darn impressive. And uh, I wonder if this is something that we could re- maybe tap into. I mean, if we ever had that kind of a problem. It's pretty brilliant. We'll talk more about it coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. So this is pretty neat. What Chicago's doing to get rid of their title. Their title right now, at least one of them, is America's Rattiest City. They have quite the rat problem, apparently. I've been to Chicago and I've been to Washington, D.C. And I saw, I guess I just didn't see the rats in Chicago. I wasn't in the right spot where I found a couple in D.C. And those things are scary. My goodness, when I first moved to Central Oregon, I thought the squirrels were big. And don't worry, they are. They're, they're massive. They're not quite as big as those rats in D.C., but pretty darn close. So 
Chicago apparently has quite the rat problem, but there's this animal group that's recruited a thousand feral cats to help protect the Windy City against this growing rodent invasion. These feisty felines <laughs> are part of the Treehouse Humane Society's Cats at Work Cats at Work program, which takes strays, spays or, ne- spays or neuters them, and then releases them to do their stuff. Just in time, too, because this name that Chicago had just happened has just happened recently that they are the rattiest city in America. So pretty darn brilliant. Let's get these strays out and about to do their job. They want to do it anyway. Um, And that's the circle of life. Coming up this hour, Silver Moon is turning 21 and celebrating in a really big way. I'll tell you all the details on that coming up at around 7.30. And then at 7.45, we're talking about another hard seltzer because everybody is getting on board with this trend. We'll talk more about that at 7.45. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. Avalo Airlines begins service today between Redmond and Burbank, California. One-way fares will start at $19. The flight will be available three times a week on Thursday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Redmond's traditional water salute to honor new airline service spraying arcs of water over the first flight to depart will take place this afternoon. Avalo is the first new mainline airline to surface in almost 15 years. Also, the school board for Ben High will vote next month on an official name for its new multi-purpose building. One suggestion the board is considering is to name the building after Medal of Honor recipient Bob Maxwell, who lived in Bend until two years ago when he passed away at the age of 98. He had taught automotive tech at the school and later received an honor diploma. Maxwell was the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient in the country when he passed away. Taking a look at your forecast today and even into the weekend today's looking gorgeous similar to how it was yesterday maybe a little bit more clouds in the area but 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 quite warm upper 70s close to 80 degrees today and it looks like overnight tonight in right around 40 degrees the sun is setting just after 8 20. currently in bend it is 48 degrees 46 in prineville and 45 in sisters today's weather is brought to you by Shark in Sun River. They're hosting an in-person job fair on Saturday, May 22nd from 10 a.m. to noon. Be part of their summer recreation team and get a $250 sign-on bonus. Go to sunrivershark.com for more details. We're celebrating Silver Moon turning 21, and they have big plans out at their Redmond production facility. All the details and more coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan. So excited for Silver Moon to be celebrating their 21st birthday this year, and they're celebrating in a really big way. All summer long, every weekend through Labor Day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, at their Redmond facility, they're hosting a pop-up to celebrate 21 years. They've teamed up with Jay Wrigley Vineyards, and Jay Wrigley Vineyards is located in Sheridan, Oregon. They're a boutique family-owned vineyard, boasting bold, beautiful Pinot Noirs, as well as bright, clean Pinot Gris, Rosés, and Chardonnays, and more. So perfectly timed, perfectly paired, Jay Wrigley Vineyards celebrating with Silver Moon at their live production, live working production facility in Redmond. So you can hang out in Redmond. There are 13 fermenters in action on their social distancing patio with a beautiful view. 
So make sure to celebrate with us in Jay Wrigley Vineyards every weekend through Labor Day at Silver Moon's Redmond facility. Follow Silver Moon on Facebook for more information. It takes a lot of beer to make good wine. It's definitely becoming hard seltzer season and hard seltzers have become so popular over the last couple of years. And these companies are doing their very best to keep up with the trends, create new trends within seltzers, bring new flavors, new companies are coming on board. So we're going to talk more about this coming up next. Keep you all in the loop and what to expect this summer. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan. I'm impressed with seltzers just like the next person. It's pretty neat that you can drink something that's only 100 calories, really low carb, and uh, has 5% alcohol, you know, because that's if you're trying to lose weight, everybody always says just cut alcohol out of your life. And and that's a solid point. Alcohol seems to have a lot of things to go against you wanting to lose weight. But I do find that seltzers at least are not as damaging (laughs) for those goals. And I think that's why they became so popular. Um, And so many different companies, you know, White Claw, Trulu, we've got our basics here and our classics. But now it's like, all these other companies are hopping on board. For example, Bang, you know that energy company, energy drink company, Bang? They're, they've come out with their own kind of seltzer, hard seltzer. It's called The Mix, M-I-X-X. And it does not have any energy to it. I thought for sure this was going to be like reincarnated um, for Loco, which we all know that's a bad idea. So no, this one just has 5% alcohol, just like any other seltzer, usually just like any other seltzer. And um, they have, you know, kind of neat names, Frosé Rosé, Purple Kittles, and Pina Colada, just to name a few. They have a handful of electrolytes in them to support hydration. Um, No carbohydrates or sugar, zero artificial flavors, and a calorie count of 100. So Bangs sounds very similar to a Truly or a White Claw or even a Natty Light for, for that matter. Natty Light has come out with their own brand of seltzers. And this summer, expect a new lineup a lineup of sour seltzers. This is the first kind that I've heard of anyway that's been sour. Um, Watermelon, green apple, blue raspberry, and slice for what lemon. Um, Truly is coming out with punches. Actually, they've already been out. I saw them at the grocery store the other day, but fruit punch, berry punch, tropical punch, and citrus punch. So you've got many things to choose from this summer, how you want to spend it. But I am very curious to to try the sour kind of seltzer because I'm pretty big into sour beer. So I'm curious how that'll be. Just about 20 minutes, Eric is coming in to join me. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Looking forward to catching up with him. I've got lots of fun things on the docket. He's bringing in his top headlines, I know, and those are always extra silly and fun. So Eric's coming in to join me. Stick around. Your daily news beat is next, plus to check your forecast. Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. A summer full of life, Blood Drive is being held by the American Red Cross in the form of a block party. Sign up to donate a pint of blood and get a voucher good for a pint of your favorite beverage at 10 Barrel Brewing. You can sign up online at redcrossblood.org or by calling 1-800-RED-CROSS. The event's being held on Northwest 18th Street at the Pickleball Zone on Thursday, June 10th from 10 to 3. Also, the school board for Bend High will vote next month on an official name for its new multi-purpose building. One suggestion the board is considering is to name the building after Medal of Honor recipient Bob Maxwell, who lived in Bend until two years ago when he passed away at the age of 98. 
He had taught automotive tech at the school and later received an honor diploma. Maxwell was the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient in the country when he passed away. Taking a look at your forecast today, it looks like high is going to be right around 80 degrees yet again. So if you didn't get a chance to explore and play outside yesterday, today is a wonderful day to do it as well. Overnight lows tonight right around 40 degrees. Tomorrow, a little cool down. We'll be in the low 70s instead of the high 70s. But don't worry, come Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we'll be back at 80 degrees. <laughs> Currently in Bend, it's 46, 46 in Prineville, and 47 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by... 10 Barrel Westside. 10 Barrel Westside is gearing up for summer and hiring for all kitchen positions at all experience levels. $14 to $17 an hour plus tips and a $750 signing bonus for all new hires. Bring a resume to the Westside Pub or follow the career link on 10barrel.com. That's 10barrel.com. Megan in the morning listeners, put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. Good morning! And welcome back. Eric to the studio. It's me. I've never <laughs> left. I set up shop underneath the radio desk and I've been living here. Yeah, and he's a really easy roommate. I didn't even know he was there. I'm super easy. Yeah. I'm not picky. I'm neat. Yeah, very tidy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eric, welcome back. Thank you. And I, you know, I briefly talked earlier uh, about how you and I did a little photo shoot this week. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> Got to about practice that. our uh, modeling experience. We were great uh, up there. <laughs> well, you and Z were beautiful. Poor Thorne and I were like, "Wow, they just take the cake." We no. don't, why even have us here? See, I don't even understand why you would say. It. Well, how does that even? Come? <laughs> I think you looked equally, if not much better than no, us. No, not one bit. You I didn't know. Had we didn't know what we're doing. No. Well, so the dog is the only thing we had. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a, an advantage. That was quite the advantage. Yeah. She was so camera fluent, camera ready. She was, she knew how to pose. Yeah, she, she really smiled did. a lot. Yeah, we really, really did. No, our friend Tony um, needed to take pictures of Pilot Butte and needed uh, people to be there for scale. So when she brought that up, I thought we were going to be way far away. So I just didn't even care like really what I look like. No, no, no. These were like close up pictures of us sitting on the bench being cute. And, <laughs> and you were, you guys were adorable. Well, we had a good time and it was just fun to like play out there and pretend like we're professionals. Oh yeah. I mean, same for us. <laughs> Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Eric's hanging out with me for the remainder of the show. Uh, we got big things to talk about. You've got a comedy show coming up this weekend. Huge things to talk about. Yeah, we there's a comedy show at Craft Kitchen and Brewery on yep. Saturday. Uh, it's a Ipocalyptic Productions event. So Katie Ipoc is the producer. Yeah. Uh, she produces all over town. She's wonderful. And I think there's a few tickets left. I don't think there's any tables for two left. Okay. But there's tables for four and six left Um, at BenTicket.com, I think. Perfect. That's yeah. exactly where I got mine. Perfect. Cool. Eric's hanging out for the remainder of the show. Stick around. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Thursday mornings with Eric. We just had to crack open the windows because it's getting so hot in here. We immediately raise the temperature in this place <laughs> with the heat of our comedy and... Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, bum. <laughs> so what's the latest? What's happening in your life? Well, uh, I was, in order to get ready for the show this weekend, I went to an open mic last night at... Craft Kitchen and Brewery, same place. Great. Uh, which was wonderful. A lot of local talent. It was fun to see all the comedians who are in town. Uh, everyone working hard to get better. It's super fun. Uh, and then... Yeah, tell me, open open mic night makes me feel like I could just go and then grab the mic when it was available. Is that like that, how you do it? That would be... Okay, actually, I don't think there's one that exists like that, but what a fun gimmick that would be. 
for an open mic, especially in a really big, busy city. If there's uh-huh. like 50 or 60 comics and it's just like free, go, whoever, when you're done, the what? mic is literally open and it's a free for all. That's what I thought it was. It's not that way. No, uh, that would cause fights. Um, <laughs> okay. No, it, usually there is a host and Katie Ipoc of Apocalyptic Productions. Great. Uh, signs people up ahead of time on a Facebook group, but oftentimes you can, and I believe you can also at this mic show up in person and there's 10 slots. So if there's one left, then you can sign up. I see. And they kind of put you in an order and they announce the order as they go and you uh, go up, tell jokes for everyone and then you sort of expect it to be a captive audience member for everybody because they sat there for you as well, which I love. I think that's wonderful. It's, it creates a good community. It does. And like you're saying, it gives you that good feedback because Eric has a show that he's doing at Craft on Saturday. Absolutely. And you can still buy your tickets. I believe so. On bendticket.com. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. But are you, are you feeling nervous? When was the last time you went like live and with a show? Oh, well, and- I mean, because of all the lockdown reasons, I haven't done a stand-up show live indoors for a very long time. Yeah. I have done shows with my comedy group, Handsome Naked. We've done a couple digital shows, a couple Zoom shows. Uh, I've done a few open mics here and there, but I haven't done a show show indoors on open mic, or sorry, on a mic mm-hmm. uh, for a very long time. I'm not nervous at all. I'm super excited. Cool. Because uh, I've had a chance to warm up a little bit, and it's like riding a bike. I'm, I'm just excited to tell some jokes again. Yeah, that'll be so much fun. Yeah. So definitely benticket.com. Don't forget, get your tickets. They're selling out fast. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. And coming up next, okay, Eric, I've been reading about this uh, new vending machine in Rome. So this is perfectly paired for what they're up to over there. It makes pizzas, personal pizzas, this vending machine. You just walk right up to it, punch in what you want, and you get a pizza in three minutes. Come on. So, yes, too good to be true. I agree. Yeah. But next question for you is that if you could have a vending machine with anything in it, what would it be? Don't answer it. (laughs) I was just going to say I have so many possible answers that I need a second. Perfect. Good. I'll give you many seconds. From Tiesto, it's the business, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat. And speaking of business, um, Rome is doing something right by creating a vending machine that gives you pizzas within three minutes. Walk up to it, choose your toppings, pizza pops out, you're good to go to continue on with your day. Pizza so pops out. Pizza pops out. That's what it should be called, but it's actually called... I was really hoping that was what it was called. No, it's called the Mr. Go Machine. Wow. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> it's not even like an Italian name. Come on. The pizza pop out machine Pe- would have been way more fun. I agree. Pizza pop out machine. I don't know. That's Forget nice. It. So this brings up the question, Eric, is that, yes, the pizza would be an awesome option. But since that's already been taken, let's talk about another business venture. Sure. Um, what else would you like to be in a vending machine? What would be great? What would okay. you love? Picture this. All right. <laughs> there is a bank of nice salted cured meats that's sliceable there's a rotisserie slicer in there there's a bunch of different cheeses you can select from there is a bank of salad ingredients like lettuces and uh, romaine and spinach and all kinds of stuff right there's dressings (laughs) there's sauces like mustards and mayonnaises Uh and uh, tapenades and you name it aiolis if you will And there's pickled items, whether they're pickles themselves wow. or pickled onions, and whatever. This is a and gorgeous vending machine. And you can select machine. all these items sort of the way, like, you know, those those soda machines that you can kind of click through the options mm. on this big screen. Yeah. I'm picturing a touch screen where it mm-hmm. kind of walks you through. And oh, you select nice. bread and then you select meat and cheese and all the other. And out comes a delicious piece of heaven <laughs> wrapped in wax paper. And you have a sandwich of your making. 
that's perfectly portioned, right? Because it's automated. There's uh-huh. a slicer that puts the meat just so, and then the cheese goes on top, and everything is distributed perfectly every yeah. time. It's a sandwich shop in a box. It's that's what it should be called, obviously. Sandwich shop in a box. Uh huh. I kind of. I like those time. ones that are a little longer that are kind of you know they kind of roll off the tongue. Yeah, like I, it's yeah. I'm gonna go down to sandwich shop in a box. I like it, <laughs> but I could I should have guessed that. I need that. some workshopping maybe, but yeah. Sam, I think sandwiches would be the way I'd go. That's a really good idea. I would think something similar in the fact that it's, I would want a smoothie making vending machine. And I thought about this for a second. Like, well, Megan, you can get in your car and you can go to a box that's Mm. some sort of, you know, coffee hut. And it's basically a big vending machine. And there's a live person in there making that smoothie for me. It's different. It's just different. Mm -hmm. You know, the convenience of walking up to a vending machine, being able to, like you're saying, you know, select on a touch screen. Mm -hmm. And it comes out with this great smoothie. Because here's the thing. I would love to make a smoothie here at work. But those blenders are difficult to carry, difficult to bring in all the supplies because smoothies take a lot of ingredients, even though there's like a lot of small ingredients. And then the other thing is, too, is it's loud in the office. I was going to say loud. And then you have to freeze and keep all of the ingredients. I think something that could streamline all of that into a, a machine of some kind. Brilliant idea. We'd call it the super smoothie. Oh, well, that's no, it's probably good. no, Eric. It's been done. It's not that great. Has it been done? I don't know. <laughs> you just assumed. <laughs> a few minutes after nine, all the hits. One hundred seven seven. The beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric, and we're going to get to know Eric just a little bit more. We're going to talk about your sleeping habits because okay. everybody sleeps so uniquely. Yeah. Differently. Like snowflakes of sleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone's a beautiful snowflake when they sleep, except for me. I. I melt when I, I just, I, if I were a snowflake, I would be melted because I just, to, I turn and oh. I toss all night long. I, I tenderize the mattress underneath me. Oh, that's got to be lovely for Z. Well, next so we you. have a foam, Tempur-Pedic foam mattress because it doesn't transfer energy. And oh, we realized good. early on that we needed to have that type of material, yeah. not because it's fancy, but because I don't stop moving all night. Even when I'm not tossing and turning, I just like twitch and like itch and move and i i think i'm a restless soul do you you something's always on your mind i guess i yeah that's part of it do you ever wake yourself up uh i (laughs) well i go through phases i sometimes sleep very soundly for months at a time and then sometimes i get stuck in this pattern where like i wake up at 3 a.m ish Ooh, yeah the like an hour hour or Uh. two to three or whatever whoa it just kind of ranges and then i'm up for like you know, an hour and a half ish. I just can't fall asleep. And I'm like, really? either I lay there and roll around or I get up and I walk around for a minute or I try and stretch because I always have like achy uh-huh. body. We're getting old. I'm getting old. And, <laughs> yeah, right. and then sometimes I can fall back asleep. But yeah, it's I'm, I'm not the most restful soul. That's interesting. Yeah, it's too bad. I want to rest. I mean, you seem well rested now, are you? Not really. Not really. I'm just energetic. You've got your coffee with you. Um, Zap. We're going to dive more into this because everybody's got their own unique way of sleeping. And I don't know about you, but I've had roommates that are really unique sleepers. You learn a lot about somebody really quickly with how they sleep or sleepwalk. Um, And so we'll talk more about this coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. So we were just talking about you being a pretty restless sleeper. You Mm -hmm. toss and turn quite a bit. Correct. Now, do you have any like specific amount of pillows that you sleep with or do you care about the temperature in the room? Are you particular like that when you were going to sleep? Good question. I love a body pillow. Okay. Like I said, I'm getting old and I'm achy and sore so it helps to have like separation between the knees and the shoulders. Sure, yep. So that's a big one. Uh, And I also don't like it to be too warm. Yeah, right. I like it to be colder versus warmer while sleeping. Okay. Because I'm a warm, I also generate a lot of heat. 
Sure, yes. I mean, last night I had to wake up and open up the window. I felt like it was so hot because yeah. now we're getting into the warmer temperatures. We're headed right. towards summer. I'm like, oh no, do we need to invest in AC? Am I becoming like that? Um, but it's it's interesting how <laughs> people sleep and different like roommates that we've lived with. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Um, you said you had a pretty unique roommate situation with uh, how they slept. I did. I had a college roommate who is still a dear friend of mine named Matt, who was very sleep apnea apneic. Mm. Ap- he was he was afflicted with sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. We'll say. <laughs> And his was extremely severe, so he had kind of an odd sleeping pattern. He would full-blown not breathe for 20 seconds or so and then wake himself up and then cough and have to catch up. He eventually got that mitigated, but for the time we lived together, that was the problem. And I think because of that, it caused him to have all sorts of weird sleep issues, and he ended up starting to sleepwalk pretty regularly. So he would kind of be in between awake and asleep. It would usually happen kind of after he had a sleep apnea event then he would fall back asleep and then he would about two hours from then he would just be awake again but kind of doing stuff in the room that didn't make any sense whatsoever he was cleaning my desk he was putting away all of my stuff on my desk in my desk drawer oh my gosh and none it didn't all fit so he was just trying to jigsaw everything that was on while you're sleeping yeah and he wasn't fully awake because he didn't really respond to me and I was like okay I know I'm not supposed to wake him up right right so I just let him do what he was gonna do and he just kind of <laughs> rearranged all of the stuff on my side of the room it was I you know it wasn't harmless but it was and he did that a handful more times it was never anything super weird but okay. it was, I was like okay Matt's just doing his thing he's just, just doing his him. thing and he never ever like recollected any of it he, he never didn't. remembered or anything he didn't so he ended up eventually getting a you know the deviated septum thing and yep. I think that cured the sleep apnea and I think I haven't talked to him about it recently, but yeah. I haven't heard any. He usually would tell us when things, silly things would happen. He hasn't had that issue in years, which is great. That I think is that's great. taken care of. But of course, I got to live with him during all of that. Oh, my. Of course. Gosh, of course you did. And he's well, the nicest guy in the world. So it, made it, it was easy in every other way. Coming up next. We have a Tesla driver who is arrested for routinely just sitting in the back seat. Oh. And... A place where you can get your COVID vaccine that no one would expect. Perfect. Wow, nice variety Mm -hmm. on both ends of the spectrum. Coming up next, it's Eric's Top Headlines. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Thursday mornings with Eric, and now his top headlines. So this first one is uh, a young man who was arrested recently for in the Oakland area. For being caught by several drivers and reported by taking videos and sending them to the police precinct. He was just sitting in the back of his Tesla, just Uh-oh. letting it drive him. <gasps> You're kidding. No. Nope. In the Bay Area? Mm-hmm. With all of that traffic? Uh, yep. Uh, his name is Parama Sharma. And he describes himself as a gold caller, which means he doesn't drive or pump his own gas. Oh. So that would be blue collar stuff. He, oh. Uh, his quote was Elon Musk really knows what he's doing and I think people are tripping and they're scared I'm going to go to the back seat right now you feel me I'm waiting for my car to charge he told the station Uh huh. so he is unapologetic and Seriously? plans to do it again and again um, but yeah so this is this is like what authorities are believing to be the first of what might be a, a, a trend yeah. because it's but he was doing it for social media purposes so they're fearing that there's going to be like a, a wave of, what, of, of of people breaking the law. It's like a new ghost riding the whip thing where, right. you, where, you, where you drive long distances on the highway in the backseat of your Tesla, I mean, which is dangerous and scary and problematic. But hey, let me tell you, so are most 
social media trends. Uh, let's see here. The next one is, this one's my favorite, so I saved it for last. Okay. This is in Bucharest. Uh, at Dracula's Castle, the Brand Castle in Transylvania, mm-hmm. authorities have decided, you what? know what, we're going to give people a new way to get the vaccine. So they've set up a triage area in the front of the castle, and there's no appointments. You can walk up anytime okay. uh, throughout the next several months. Uh, they wanted people to have a fun place to do it. We wanted to show people a different way to get the vaccine. Alexandru, Alexandru Priscu, Ooh, yeah. the marketing manager at Brand Castle, told the Associated Press. So there is a marketing manager for Dracula's Castle. Well, also, like, can we back up a second? Sure. Dracula's Castle? Uh-huh. In Transylvania? Mm-hmm. That's a thing? Yeah. So uh, it was the place where Bram Stoker uh, created his 19th century gothic novel, Dracula. So it's believed to be the setting of that storied, wow. storied uh, uh, legend. And so they have claimed that history and now they're using it to uh, to attract people to getting the COVID vaccine. Well, I think that's kind of a great idea. Now, if we could do something like that in the States, say there was a place in that's, the United States, yeah. where would it be? Where was, would be like a really ideal place, an awesome place to get a vaccine here? I was That was what I was going to ask you. I'm really glad you went there with it. Like uh, something kind of um, sinister. Maybe like Alcatraz? <laughs> You can get, wouldn't that be kind of fun? You get to boat over to the island. The whole experience. I mean, I would be all, I mean, it might be logistically a little difficult for them to pull off, but Uh, that, or maybe like an old insane asylum that's got some haunted nature to it. You know how there's those ghost hunting, ghost hunting shows and then they they develop followings because everyone gets super excited and they go visit them. Maybe something. Yeah. Those haunted houses in those really cool parts of town, whatever. What do you think? What do you think? I think that's great. I love Alcatraz idea. Well, I was starting, trying to think in Oregon in specific, specifically, and all I can think of that's kind of like weird and creepy is the hole in the ground. <laughs> have you ever been to Hole in the Ground? I've heard about <laughs> Hole in the Ground. I have not been. It is the trippiest thing. You like come up on it and you're like, what is this? <laughs> and then you drive a little bit further and you go to Fort Rock, which is the opposite of Hole in the Ground. It's a rock that's up out of the ground and you're like, what is this? Yeah. I think we should find the marketing manager of Hole in the Ground and see if they're interested in hosting the vaccine. All the hits, 107.7 The Beats, Thursday mornings with Eric. And today's question, what food, Eric, do you eat without silverware? Well, I touched on it briefly earlier. No, you can't say sandwiches. I won't. I was going to say, I don't want it to be my answer since I've talked about it. Yeah, and and I feel like that's a really common thing. Everybody eats, you know, sandwiches without But where do you draw the line? Because hot dogs and burritos are are adjacent to sandwiches. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're cousins. It's a little too close. So, okay, all right, fine. So, if if we're going outside (laughs) of those, I mean, man, other food that you eat with your hands Mm -hmm. and you do it unapologetically. Cookies? Yeah, okay. That's a dessert. Yeah, but... I mean, how else would you eat a cookie? That's a stupid answer. No, it's okay. What about you? Do you have any? (laughs) I have one, yes. Tell me. Uh, Everybody eats waffles with, obviously, a fork because it's covered in syrup. I actually prefer to eat waffles with my hands because I like to tear. (laughs) Don't worry, I don't do this in a restaurant, although I would. But w- a lot of people with me don't suggest it. So it's not my problem. I, I would eat it with my fingers. I don't care. I would hope uh, that you would be true to yourself and eat it that way, even in a restaurant. Well, the thing is, is I don't want to throw people off completely. I don't cover my fingers with syrup <laughs> and lick my fingers. What I do, the reason why I eat waffles with my fingers is because I can control how much syrup is on each bite. So I'm all about dipping. <laughs> 
is controlling the moisture to my waffle. I'm sorry. Because nobody eats soggy bread. That's gross. Pancakes don't even get me started. I don't even touch those. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I totally understand your strategy. I'm really stuck on the image of you with just syrup all over your fingers, eating a an already syruped waffle with like in a in a little balled up fist and just biting it off. You should see what I'm I sure do. you don't do that. You should see what I do with uh, eggs. <laughs> Before we say goodbye, it's really exciting what's happening on Saturday. Can you tell everybody? Yes, I will be joining the lineup of a comedy show at Craft Kitchen and Brewery. Um, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be produced by Katie Ipok, who will also be the host of Ipocalyptic Productions. Um, and I can't wait. It's going to be super fun. I think there are tables of four and six left. I think all the tables of two are sold out. Okay. Uh, and you can get those tickets at benticket.com. So I'm very excited to tell some jokes. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Because it's been so long since any of us have seen a live show of any kind. It's been too long. It's been too long. Yeah. All of us are ready to laugh. Yeah. And um, Eric's so funny, as you know, being on the show. And now you get to see him live. Yep. Um, I already got my table of six and, and know who's coming to join me. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's very cool. It's indoor, outdoor. So there's some seating indoor, but there's a giant garage door. So there'll be seating in both areas and it's very open air. So... If for those who are trepidatious about coming out to an event, don't be, because this is a good one. Yeah, no kidding. It's They've got a great setup. Mm -hmm. Craft Brewery. It's actually right down the way here off of Empire. Yeah. Um, Craft Brewery. And what time again? I believe the show starts at 8 o'clock. And doors open at 7.30. I think so, too. I think so, That's too. Yeah. It's, it's something ticket. very close to that. Okay. And then benticket.com. And I'm so excited for you to be... Right in front of the microphone, live in front of everybody. I can't wait for everyone to hear some jokes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. So that's on Saturday. BenTicket.com one more time. On, we'll all see you there. Um, how else are you spending your weekend? I am just going to be spending my weekend outdoors. I got a friend coming in from out of town. Good. So we're going to, we're also going to be playing some pickleball, you and I yes. and Thorn and Z. Uh, and then we're just going to be maybe floating the river, um, grabbing a beer at one of the breweries and uh, then the show Saturday night. Oh, fun. Yeah. What a great Central Oregon weekend. Can't wait. Well, Eric, thanks so much for coming back in. Can't wait to catch up with you more next week. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.